Wowzers! <laughs> Welcome oh to God. another edition of Rep Your Set. I just wanted to throw Holly off there for a second. It worked. Did it work? Yeah. Good. I'm sure glad did. it worked. Um, oh, it's February 6th, uh, 2022. Let's look at the old calendar for the gigs coming up. We have February 12th. I'm going to be playing solo at Mammoth in Bay Harbor. That's from 7 to 10. And then Friday, February... Friday. February 19th, which is Saturday. <laughs> we're going to be playing at the uh, Boyne City... Provisions Wine Lounge. Provisions Wine Lounge. Absolutely. Um, we're going to be there from 6 to 8. Uh, and Yeah, that's a pretty cool place. Um, yeah. It's super big and echoey, which is kind of its own perks um and i know a lot of the people that work there shout out to jay and uh yeah the 19th anyway moving on we're gonna be playing i'm gonna be playing solo february 26th at mammoth again from 7 to 10 and that's it for the month of february i'm not i'm not looking any further into the future okay <laughs> You know, right now the music's probably gonna fade out slowly. Oh, you think so? There. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> yeah, so we played some shows this weekend. Mm-hmm. This this past weekend. The whiskey. The whiskey. <laughs> so so do you say whiskey or do you say whiskey? I just say the whiskey. Because no one says we ski, right? Right. Does anybody say that? I doubt it. I bet people from out of town say it. Yeah. We're going to the we ski in. Yeah. <laughs> Get it? I mean, you, like your sisters work there and they say the whiskey. So I would imagine like everybody who yeah, actually a, has to a, say the whiskey is saying the whiskey. That's a good point. To make. <laughs> Very good. They don't call it the, oh, I'm going to work at the we ski. <laughs> <laughs> I need some we ski. <laughs> like what the Frick? Are we from Minnesota? <laughs> what in the frick is going on? <laughs> Whiskey. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, well, what was it like for you playing at 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 the the Whiskey? Well, I mean, I was about to start my period, so I was having mad cramps <laughs> up in that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey no it's a very real thing for like female performers like we have to deal yeah. with that like and or dude not i don't know it's not great but timing the show is, is everything yeah the timing is everything and i yeah i'm on stage <laughs> fuck you <laughs> uh, but yeah other than that it was a it was a good show i mean we there were a couple little fuck-ups you know made me like what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anymore, but I just remember us in the car ride home. You being like, we need to practice. <laughs> yeah. And me being like, yup. We always say that though. And then we always get off on like other projects and, you know, doing our thing. Yeah. But it's all good, dude. It was fun. It was a fun crowd, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't too worried about it going into it. You know, the first few I was, I was more nervous, I guess. But I it was all just leading up to it. I'm never nervous when we're actually there doing it. Yeah. The only thing that's hard is like figuring out how to do this new setup. 
mm-hmm. you know, just like your piano. And it's not hard. It's super easy. It's yeah. just plugging a few different things in, but I'm like, right. you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you've been doing like piss whip set up for so long yep. and now it's, you know. Well, and even just the solo setup that took me a while to figure out. Yeah. And I'm still, I mean, I'm changing it here and there, but yeah, uh, trying to make it less complicated. Right. Because even though it's just me coming to play an acoustic guitar, I'm still bringing a ton of, I'm still bringing almost the same amount of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a few, few more pieces. Yeah. It's just like minus the foot drums and that huge ass amp. Yeah. Well, and the cymbal. Yeah. And the chair <laughs> that's it <laughs> i guess that's yeah, but it but it's a couple really big things you you kind of need all of them yeah to make that setup work yeah i mean but yeah so i don't know for me the the this show setting up felt the smoothest yeah out of any of them yeah and i'm starting to learn like how you want things set up a little bit more. <laughs> no, no, I don't feel like that. I just don't know. Like you've had a system in place for so long and I don't like I was like I said to you when we were setting up, I was kind of joking about the fact like nobody taught me anything about setting up anything. Yeah. Like I just had to kind of figure it out and figure it out like my own way to do shit. And I don't have an understanding of sound equipment or what cable goes where like I get so confused over that because I've always had very simple like I plug my whatever I'm playing instrument wise and my vocal mic into my little one piece PA (laughs) like my PA is literally one fucking speaker with the it plugs into the back you know what I mean like I've always had very simple setups and so I'm learning to I guess try to be useful and a team player when it comes to being able to set up and not have to have you go behind me and be like, Oh God damn, she plugged this into this and it goes into, you know? (laughs) Well, that part is hard mostly because I, you know, I don't always show up with a ton of time to set up. And so then it's like an hour. Well, yeah, I mean, but sometimes I don't get there. Oh yeah. You know, in time for that to be that long where Mm -hmm. it's like, we we got there you know and we definitely left late i don't even know what time we got there but my point is is like we were definitely not there for like a full hour before i don't mm-hmm. think and um it was definitely after the hour that we showed up and then but i just know like well if we bring everything in at once and set it all right in the floor we're going to have to keep moving all of those things around. Yeah. And that literally, you don't think about it, but just moving shit little by little over and over again. Yeah. It just fucking, it eats up a lot of time. It does. <clears throat> and it just makes it more frustrating and complicated when you're trying to already do something that's nerve wracking. Like, yeah. oh, I got to set up and then perform. Mm-hmm. Like this is like the, the physical part i mean part of the physical part and yeah setup and teardown is the worst setup's the worst i think i hate setting up because i'm already in an anxious mood yeah and then you know well and then you have all the variables of like things that can go wrong mm-hmm. yeah. like, you're like oh my god i forgot the guitar chord yeah how did i forget that 
I've had that happen. I've also had uh, Andy actually saved my ass on that once. I didn't have a cord or some shit when I was playing at High Five once, and his girlfriend Alana was working, and I was like, "Ah, oh, can you ask Andy if I can use a cord?" And then another time, I was playing in Gaylord, and my microphone came apart. Like where you plug it in at, mm-hmm. that part just fell out, and that was the only microphone that I had with me. And so I had to track down a microphone in Gaylord. I was texting a bunch of like Jakey's musical friends down there who I didn't know. And I'm like, hey, you don't know me. Can I borrow a microphone? (laughs) And eventually that worked out too. But yeah, like so many different things could just go wrong. Yeah. And if you don't do a little system check beforehand, like what, are you going to set up all of your music equipment beforehand (laughs) and then tear it all down? I mean, if you're doing a big show, yeah. Yeah. If you're doing like a a restaurant and it's like a weekly thing that you do every week you're mm-hmm. like you don't set everything up i mean if i had more time i guess i i could but you know i'm like running from place to place usually yeah. to just get through the day yeah and then when you get to the gig and it's like oh man like this screw fell out of the this part of the drum or mm-hmm. man this chord is fucked up and I'm maxed out on chords. I don't have any extra chords or my mic falls apart. And it's like, you got to have time to deal with those things. Yeah. And then I feel like we have already kind of gotten better at like bringing the things in that we need to set up as we're doing it. Yeah. And then just kind of knowing where to go with everything and, and how everything is set up. I, I just think we're getting we're getting better. Yeah. Getting better at that part. <laughs> <laughs> the perfor- yeah. No, the performing, I mean, um, we need to have a few more songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that we can be a little bit more choosy. Yeah, because we're, you know, we're playing like everything that we've already played together. But then even with that, like, just like, I'll play a, so- a few songs by myself and mm-hmm. then... Holly will play one or two by herself and it's only because I don't fully know the song or she doesn't know yeah well and we went from oh I'm gonna pop into Eric's set and we're gonna play five songs together to oh we've got a three-hour gig coming up yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know like it literally went from that to oh immediately we have to fill fucking three hours at the whiskey (laughs) 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 like and we just did it you know and we didn't really i think what we practiced once or twice i think it was once i think we practiced like one night and we're like well we kind of threw together a set and i guess we're doing it and it went well and i mean yeah i feel like we kind of pulled that out of our ass yeah i would say that the highlight of the night for me and the the big closer song when i fucked up on creep yeah but <laughs> creep is the song creep, creep is the song just, creep is God, creep is like your but yeah but every the time love it. Every, no but every time you have played that and every time i have heard you play that and played that with you everybody responds to it yeah it's always been like that like i've been playing that song for like I mean, I don't know, I, like I almost guess 10 years now. It's a good song and everything, and people love that song, but like, yeah. you kill it. Thanks. You kill it, and everybody knows it. But dude, it was so fucking fun. So what happened the is, wo- in the beginning, like it was, I started that song off very, very quietly, and like slowly on piano, 
and instead of um i think what is it like a oh god what was it like i played a g minor instead of a g or something or a c minor instead of c like i just fucked up real bad and real obviously and somebody in the crowd laughed super loud and i was like yeah fuck me <laughs> like it's going is that why you said that yeah because this fucking guy laughed at me I didn't, and it, I, didn't I thought it was that. hilarious yeah some guy like guffawed in the crowd it was a guffaw you don't, <laughs> you don't know if he was guffawing at you no but i thought it was hilarious the, wait, is guffaw a term guffaw is a term is like, a, like a <laughs> like a that's called a guffaw yeah like when you're like laughing yeah. obnoxiously at something a guffaw wow. yeah no it just it was perfectly in time with like me fucking up it like it had to be know? that regardless of the fact i thought it was hilarious i was like yeah fuck me right <laughs> I, I i was just like huh <laughs> like, i thought you were just acknowledging that you fucked up well because you kind of like stopped yeah I you just stopped i was like i've never messed this song up like what you just stopped playing it and then i thought you were like, oh, like the song i know like the back of my hand and i play the wrong chord yeah <laughs> like, that happens yeah you're human. holy shit dude and and in such like in the room was just quiet too you know because everybody's like oh shit she's playing creep and then <laughs> the guffaw came the guffaw came um i that kind of sounds like you're in your head about that whole situation. So you think that everybody... It actually made no, me feel better about no, fucking wait, up, wait, though. Wait. That somebody just laughed. Like, it made me Stop. feel way better. Stop it. Listen. Why? Why can listen. that not make me feel no, better? No, no, no. But listen. <laughs> Linda, listen. I'm my second guy. You... <laughs> for real. You think that, first off, that everybody knew the song you were playing based on the first two chords. Wasn't I already singing at that point? This was in the very beginning. You were starting the song off and you played. I thought like I already sang like three a line or bad two. Chords. Okay. Wait, what? Two or three bad chords? I played one bad chord. But, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> it, it was it was chords stacked up against each other yeah. that made it a weird, noticeable thing. And I thought you just like in the next change. The key, in the next chord change, you just like didn't go to it for like a second. And then you're like, oh, I thought you were like, oh, fuck me or something like that. <laughs> like, oh, God, I just uh, I screwed up. Anyway, here we go. And then you went and you kept going. <laughs> I didn't, you know, I didn't hear anybody guffaw. I didn't even think anybody <laughs> knew what song we were playing. I thought you just started it yeah. and then stopped it. And we're like, oh, fuck me. And then and then went back. It just into goes it. to show how different people's perceptions of things that, are. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, cause in me, like in me, to me, that was happening all in slow motion. <laughs> Anytime I have to do anything and I have to do it in front of people and people are going to notice it's happening in slow motion for me. Yeah. Is that relatable? Yeah. I think everybody has those moments and feels like that. Yeah. That wasn't my moment, and that's why it was just like, huh? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're just standing there with the bass, like... <laughs> a fucking mini bass, like, huh? <laughs> yeah, did you talk about your mini bass yet? I don't think I've talked about my mini Dude, bass. talk about your mini bass. Oh, go off, King. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was hoping you would say it to me, but no, you didn't. So I got a mini bass. There. <laughs> I talked about it. No, I got a... Stop um, acting like me. I got a um, gold tone mini bass. It's an acoustic bass. Um, uh, it was pretty cheap. I was just wanting to get something that wasn't so fucking big. And I have a nice big uh, American uh, Fender five-string jazz bass. And I, I love it. It's my it's my favorite guitar. And I just didn't want to bring it to every fucking gig because it's too big and heavy. And yeah. so I was looking into a U bass, which is made by like the Kala brand, I think, or Kaya. I don't remember what it's called. The place, the, the company that makes ukes. Um, I think it might be Makala. Is it the same one that Eloise, like the same? Yeah, I think so. I think it's Makala. Anyway, um, with, they have this uh, U bass is what it's called. And uh, yeah, I mean, the videos of the, the dude who is in pretty much all of the videos, um, I think he make, makes them or has something to do with the company. He shreds on the bass. And he, I mean, and he's playing like, you know, Wolfpack bass lines and, and just like really recognizable funk bass lines. And it's so good. It sounds so good. And then we went to the guitar store, the music house, Haas. I, do I have to say music Haas? No. Right? Like, fuck, I can't do that. Music house. <laughs> um, MD. Um, we went there. And sure enough, they had one of the U-bases that I was like almost going to buy online. Mm -hmm. I was like so close to buying one. And I played it and it didn't sound good. It didn't... Yeah. It had rubber strings on it, not like the silk and steels or... And they were rolling too. Them rubber strings just be rolling around under my fucking <laughs> sausage fingers, man. Oh my I'm God, like, you well, don't have sausage fingers. I know. I just... Well, I was trying to paint an image. <laughs> um... I mean, I don't know. They're stubby. No, they're not. Yeah, they're you have not. nice fingers. I do? Yeah. I don't like my fingers. When did I just... I just realized this. You... I hate my hands. Really? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I have no like, idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I view them... Everybody's perception is different. Oh, my okay? God. Hey, <laughs> you <got> stubby sausage. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> I'm gonna throw up. Um... <laughs> um, yeah so the U-Bass just It didn't have any low end on Like it literally like the pickup On the low E string was so quiet Compared yeah. to the rest of the bass It sounded around. weird It did not sound good at all And then I tried a Taylor A mini Taylor bass And uh, I'm just gonna say it here <laughs> <laughs> I said it to Holly But you know what I fucking don't like Taylor guitars don't like them. Just going to say that. Yeah. Right here. Not a fan of Taylor's. They sound like they have cheap electronics in them. And I, I don't know. Every Taylor I've ever picked up and played, I've never been like, this is amazing. Like, I mean, maybe a couple. I think I've. <laughs> well, maybe. I mean, maybe a couple, but like, I've played a lot. I think. How I many have you played, do you think? I've played a bunch. I mean, whenever there's a Taylor guitar at a guitar store, which isn't, you know, always there, 
like you except know. for the music house i mean they have a yeah, shit yeah music house the wall of them. surprisingly has a bunch of taylor guitars yeah. but like not every guitar shop has taylors yeah and yeah i mean you have to spend like a ton of money on a taylor for yeah. it to be really like good yeah but like if you get any type of mid-grade taylor mm-hmm. or any like oh i could afford this taylor i'm like this sounds like shit yeah. <laughs> you know i don't know but I don't know. I don't think I've ever. I don't remember ever playing one. They're beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I mean they have the look uh, down for sure. To me, they have I my don't like those buttons, those f- three fucking knobs. Three knobs. Yeah, the vol. Yeah, the volume and the. Hmm. They have three knobs, and they're very like sleek and hidden. That's why. Gotcha. You don't ever see them. Yeah. Which I understand, but yeah, I'm just not. I don't know. Not a fan. <laughs> and. uh so you tried a Taylor mini I tried bass. the Taylor mini bass and super tinny mm-hmm. and sounded like it was made out of fucking cheap wood. It was all dusty and weird looking. I don't know. It was just weird as fuck. Yeah. I was surprised for it being a Taylor, mm-hmm. but I get it. They probably don't specialize in fucking mini basses. Yeah. And I saw this gold tone, and I'm like, Haha, that's funny. I'm never going to pick up that fucking gold tone. <laughs> Obviously, this is the shittiest bass here. Right. Meanwhile, it was just sitting there humbly. <laughs> pa- Unassuming. Patiently just going, keep talking that shit, player. <laughs> Go ahead, keep talking that shit, player. And I'm like, I'm not even fucking with this gold tone. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and I fucking, <laughs> I go over there and I pick it up and I'm like, okay, okay. Like you feel good in my hands. Only because the other two did it. <laughs> but what do you sound like plugged in? And boy, when that baby got plugged into that fucking Fishman PA, (laughs) 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 she sang, she sang to me. (laughs) No, but, uh, but yeah, man, the, the tone of it was, was really good. I mean, granted I turned the treble all the way fucking down and I turned the bass almost all the way up. And then I just turn the volume knob and crank the shit up all the way because <laughs> you, ha- you have to. You literally have to turn it up all the way or else mm-hmm. you can't hear it. <laughs> um, but it's a nice little bass. And it gets the job done for sure. Yeah, it does have some intonation problems, which I would have learned in the store if... If I would have jammed with you. Yeah. But here's the thing, Eric. Okay, okay. But I don't th- fucking jam with people. But listen, <laughs> hey, wasn't hosting a Grateful Dead party, okay? It was like, hey, this bass, I, the, hey, guess what? Got good news. I kind of like this bass. <laughs> what if you picked up a guitar and started strumming some chords so I could see what it sounds like with it. And I was like, how about instead? No, because I'll have a fucking anxiety attack. <laughs> and I was like, just a couple chords? Just play one of your songs? Don't remember any chords anymore. <laughs> yep, and she was just like, nope, <laughs> basically. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to not get mad about this. For <laughs> just You can't just pick up a guitar. For like 
five that's seconds. the thing though is it i can't even explain the depth of my anxiety in that situation like i don't know i, I just i'm not good like i'm i can fudge my way through playing instruments in order to get what i need hey, guess what we're not making fudge we're making gold but <laughs> i'm not good at any instrument <laughs> i'm not being self-deprecating either like i'm just not like Nobody would be like, yeah, Holly's like really good at guitar. Hey, Holly's what? really good at piano. Like, I'm just not. And so I don't ever want to like, I don't want to be the person. Like, if you're playing an instrument in a fucking music store, you better be good at it. Or you're just a person demonstrating what chords would sound like next to this bass for like one minute I don't know I also it, dude, have anxiety was, about touching things that I'm not buying it was literally just sense? us in, the in there yeah I know and that guy who like worships the ground that you walk on who works there he's a he's an employee he's not the guy that worships the ground I walk on how <laughs> dare you <laughs> no but he guy. like really likes you and I feel like if he heard me and how bad I am on guitar he'd be like wow why are he'd you be like <laughs> Hey, uh, we're suddenly closed. Yeah. You gotta go. Please stop he playing. He can stay. <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, you know what, Holly? Now that I heard you play those five <laughs> chords, I don't think I can hang with Bold you. Bold of you to assume I know five chords. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> play an F without the bar. Yeah, I'm just not really somebody that you can like put on the spot like that. And I know that that's stupid, but that's I for mean, now just yeah. kind of how I am. I, I I let it go in the moment. I was like, okay. Barely. I guess. <laughs> You're just like. I guess you can't pick up a guitar and play it for two seconds. <laughs> Since we're literally getting this so that we can use it in our duo. So, yeah. 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 And. I let it go immediately. I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Just uh, anybody fucking pick up this guitar and play it. If I would have known that, so maybe it's a good thing you didn't say anything or play anything <laughs> because I might not have bought that bass. Yeah. Should I have still bought it? Not entirely sure. But... Right now, it's it's working pretty good. It sounds really good by itself. Yeah. And and I just have to really watch the tuning on it and kind of, I don't know, play things a little differently. Mm-hmm. It kind of loses its intonation around the 10th to 12th fret. Same. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Um, anyway, <laughs> enough about the mini bass. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Enough about the fucking gold tone, that golden tone. How did you like playing at Mammoth yesterday? I liked it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got, I <laughs> no, it was cool. Yeah, um, Sean Bealby <laughs> gave you. The oh, you said so, it right. I, okay, Good job, baby. so yeah, okay, so we're not gonna lie. This is like the third take third of the podcast. Yeah. Um, we had to stop and eat some food because I got so hangry. I literally started crying. That's what happened. (laughs) I was going to say we got hungry and we decided to eat. But, um, I mean, I guess that happened. Yeah, (laughs) that that did happen. Um, and 
in the last two recordings, <laughs> I brought up Sean's name and fucking couldn't say his last name. It was like, Sean Bubbly, sponsored by Bubbly, which we are almost out of. We are out of. I got like a tablespoon left of mine. Piss the shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm pissed as shit. How am I supposed to be sober if I don't have sparkling water? I'm pissing shit. You're, you're, I said I'm pissed as shit. You're pissing shit, or you are as pissed as shit. I am as pissed as. I'm as shit. pissed as shit. <laughs> She's like, hey, I'm not that pissed. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, this is the third time we so. <laughs> <laughs> but you played at Mammoth because Sean Bielby had apparently more important things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, Sean. <laughs> Went to a Star Wars convention or some shit. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> well, he always plays the Star Wars theme song. Does he? Gigs. Yeah, I just assume he's a huge Star Wars nerd. What is the Star Wars theme song? It's like... I don't know. I fucking hate Star Wars. I mean, I liked it, but... When I realized, like, oh, these people are taking it very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) That's when I was like, oh, I'm out. (laughs) Like, I thought we just all liked this movie. No, it's like, it's a cult. (laughs) Yeah, but how much do you like it? I'm like, I mean, it's okay. Like, Dude, they're so serious, but they're the kind of people who, like, get pissed when you say you don't like it. Just like Harry Potter people and Lord of the Rings people. Yeah, I could give a fuck about any of those either. I was obsessed with Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings at a time in my life, at two separate times in my life. But then I grew up. (laughs) (laughs) Then I became obsessed with drinking myself to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I became obsessed with being a piece of shit. (laughs) For real. Um, Another one of those things where it's like, Dude, did you see Lord of the Rings? Like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, but it was really good, right? <laughs> yeah, I get, I, what? No, I don't know. <laughs> it was a fucking movie. It was uh, a book. I remember one get time I was like sick and I watched all three like extended edition Lord of the Rings in one day. I started in the morning and by the time I ended, it was like fucking midnight, dude. It was the longest day of my life. <laughs> I was like, I have to do this because then other Lord of the Rings fans will think I'm so cool. <laughs> You're such a fucking dork. I oh know. my god. Um yeah, I don't know. I never So anyways, you played at Mammoth. <laughs> god damn it, Holly, what are you doing to this podcast? Um I played at Mammoth. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Bill <laughs> Bealby. God. I don't know why. I said Bill Bleebly. Yeah, that went fine. Obviously, you know you were there. I was there. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna say we can't book any shows there <laughs> because why? Yeah. You want to talk about that? No. Come on. I sure don't. Okay. So we can't play <laughs> as a duo at Mammoth because Holly worked at Mammoth and she just 
kind of quit. <laughs> yeah, I quit like a piece of shit because uh, I couldn't no, handle being around alcohol anymore. You don't have to say that part. Well, no, but it's true. Like you I quit like a piece of shit. I quit like I fucked them over. Hey, guess what? Pieces of shit never quit. Oh, my God. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, I, I stayed there longer than I should have. Like, I should have put my two weeks in as soon as I decided to get sober. But I was like, no, I can be a sober bartender. It's all good. And I just got more and more and more and more and more anxiety until it just blew up and I didn't know what to do with it. And I just like quit and so yeah they can't book me anymore yeah which um, is all good dude i don't have hard feelings i still go to your shows but yeah she is allowed to come to the show and sit in and sing but it yeah. can't be like a her show yeah. type of deal so while she was there i was like get up and sing a bunch of fucking songs <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> i'm dying up here <laughs> i'm fucking dying up here um so yeah, that was nice. Yeah. There was there was a few people in there. Um mm. Bay Harbor's a weird area in the yeah. winter. It's it's Bay des- Harbor desolate. is a fever dream. Yes. It's like its own little like snow globe. Yeah, it is kinda. I used to house sit for um people in Bay Harbor and they gave me like a tour of their enormous mansion. And then they're like, Fun fact, this is the smallest house in Bay Harbor. <laughs> Like fuck you! Wow. Like we're in your seventh bedroom. (laughs) Oh, this is a walk-in closet. (laughs) Eat my ass! (laughs) But I remember, like, when I would stay there, you know, I'd I'd watch their dog and stuff, and I'd be there for a couple days. I'm just like, you just kind of didn't want to leave, but I also didn't go anywhere within Bay Harbor. I just didn't want to leave because I was like, nope, this is like a weird little bubble, and if I go outside, I'll have to be around normal. <laughs> I don't know. You just kind of feel like you're, I don't know, sitting high when you're there. Yeah, I feel like that every time I go and play in Bay Harbor. <laughs> no, I feel like the help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the show was uh, it was good. I felt like I actually played and sang um, really good. Yeah, you did. And it felt like uh, I had a lot of control and a lot of stamina from not smoking mm-hmm. anything at all. So. As I'm saying this, my throat fucking sounds like I've been smoking all day. But I haven't. I haven't smoked You've anything. You've been doing a lot of podcasting, though. Yeah. So we had a chance over, and then we recorded two parts of podcasting. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of which, I am getting pretty freaking tired. Yeah. Um, what else were we going to talk about? We were going to talk about something else. We I went thought. to the Mesa. For your mom's birthday. Oh, yeah. Um, today would have been my mom's uh, 70th, ber- 70th, <laughs> 70th birthday today. And uh, we went to Inspired Living afterwards. Yeah. Grab the frog thing. Oh, yeah. So I, um, yeah, it was kind of cool because uh, we... That's a frog thing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know what that thing is called, but it's definitely like a frog mimicking. I'm obsessed with it. What about the shakers? Grab oh, the yeah. shakers. Uh, Holly said these look like old dried out testicles, which I think they are. <laughs> uh, Here, give me dude, one. they have to be. You take one, I'll take the other. Okay. 
fucking yeah. love us. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was cool because we were eating and over at the Mesa with my family, my, my dad and my sisters and uh, my sister's boyfriend, Christopher. And uh, I don't know, it was just kind of weird because we didn't really talk about my mom at all other than like they were like, yeah, she would have hated being 70 years old today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like she would have been, you know, bothered by that or, you know, bitching about it or in a fun way, in a joking way, I'm yeah. sure. But, um, and then I used to always go to that store to get her something. Oh, really? For her birthday. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, um, when Lisa was like, let's go to inspired living like next door. I was like, I can't say no. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta. And it, uh, I saw this, uh, this quote that she of a thing that she got for me from there and it's the quote um shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land amongst the stars and there was like this little tin in there that had that on it Mm. yeah you've got that magnet on your fridge yeah that's that's the the thing that she got for me is the magnet Mm. Which at the time when she got it for me, I was just like, okay, whatever. And it literally sat like in the basement of the house I was living in, Mm. like in a weird spot. Like I just like had it and like brought it down and set it and then never did anything with it. And before, like I almost left it there on accident. And Mm. when I was moving out, I was like, oh my God, that thing is probably still sitting in the basement and it's been down there for years. And I found it and, you know, um, that quote is a, is a really cool quote and I've just tried to base kind of, you know, my life off of it Yeah. of, you know, it's just so hard to do the things you want to do when you feel like you don't deserve anything. And so for me that quote is just a a really good thing to be like just go for it just go for the thing that I want and even if I don't make it it's gonna take me somewhere else so like whatever somewhere that's meant for you too yeah so I just gotta keep it in mind like whenever we're doing like you know artistic stuff where it's really easy to get in my head and question whether or not I should do anything at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm just like you know I'm just like everybody else who's always constantly worried that you know no one's gonna like them at all yeah in general you know or for a specific thing and so I always think about that quote and then when I saw it in the store today even though it's on the fridge Mm -hmm. but being there on her birthday yeah and it just like definitely choked me up a bit mm-hmm. for a few minutes and but then I was like oh I'm I'm here and I'm with like the rest of my family mm-hmm. so like this is great this is good and we're all just kind of browsing around yeah. looking at That's stuff so cool yeah and the first thing I, I'm like oh yeah I forgot I bought a bunch of percussion from this place like mm-hmm. like that um one rattle with the two heads on it yeah green and yeah red one i i use that on all of the recordings i've i've made like i got that from there mm-hmm. and i was like oh sweet you know 
percussion. Yeah. And just to get those two little things, it was like, oh, you know, I'm going to get to use this on something that can hopefully live for a long time. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. It was just a weird kind of day. Um, thinking about my mom, but not really. I don't know. I just feel differently now where I don't feel super sad anymore, mm-hmm. you know, about her not being around. Um, and it just took a long time to, to kind of, to get over that, you know, the like, I don't know. I just, I feel like her spirit is with me like in a really good way now Yeah. where I don't have like this heavy, like, you know, cause when she died, we were not on good terms, you know, and that's mm-hmm. something you never think about. You never think like when you think about losing loved ones, it's like, what if, what if we're in the middle of like a stupid fight Yeah. and then you never get to like reconcile that with them. And, and for years, like that just, it killed me every day. It just like ate away at me and I just always felt huge guilt and shame for, you know, for, for being a shitty person back to her, like, you know, just like blaming her for a bunch of shit and, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like finally I'm at a place where I'm like, oh man, you know, my mom's spirit is with me and you know once a year it it brings my family and I together for her birthday and and that was really cool today Um, and to you know go in and get this percussion stuff I kind of feel like her spirits with me yeah you know it's just weird but anyway that was um a lot to talk about I guess <laughs> How so? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I just kind of rambled on. Oh, no. Not at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah. Let people know you love them while they're here. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a thing. I think I shared it on um, Facebook that was like, we always say nice things about people at their funerals and never at their birthdays. Mm. Like... It's a very, like, broad, you know, statement, but, like, it's super true. And even, like, think about all the things that you, like, the nice things that you think about people and, like, you never say to them. Yeah. You know? Like, there are so many people that I admire, like, a lot, and I've never even had a conversation with them. (laughs) Or, like, I don't reach out to them. Or, like, I see somebody do something, like, really sweet and, like, not gonna say anything like we just need yeah. more of that like we need to express our love for people more for sure yeah I'm I mean I I try to make a conscious conscious god damn it conscious <laughs> effort it's another one of those words I have a hard time saying <laughs> um but doing that with people that I don't know in public yeah Cause it's so, you know, like, like I saw, so I met this DJ, DJ Parker Marshall at the gym and I was watching him dance, like practicing dancing. 
And I was like, ah, he's pretty good. Like, he's pretty good for, you know, some, like, Mm. you know, just kind of average-looking white guy. Like, not bad. Like, either way, he's doing this. (laughs) He's doing this and in front of me and other people at the gym, and he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. That's the hardest part. Like, because anybody could physically go in there and probably do what he's doing. It's just that no one has the courage to possibly look like a fool in front of everybody and so because of that I was like ah man good on him like he's he's in here practicing dancing Mm -hmm. where he could very easily be like you know be made fun of or like yeah I wouldn't be able to do it I wouldn't have the the balls to do it and so when I walked by him (laughs) I don't don't know the guy and I'm like hey man nice moves like (laughs) And he was just like, oh, thanks. Like, and now that's like started like every time I see him at the gym, like we say hey to each other. And now I feel like I know somebody at the gym, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's probably going to come on and do a podcast. And I don't know. It's just those little things where I'm like, yeah, just say what you mean to people. Like, if you see someone doing something cool, be like, dude, that's cool. Yeah. It opens doors. Like, for everybody yeah it just opens up your life mm-hmm. your day to new interesting people you know i don't yeah. know it th- maybe this sounds so stupid all the shit that i'm saying right now but i really feel like if i do that like at least once or twice a day i have like a better day oh absolutely if like i'm leaving somewhere or i don't know someone's doing something and you're like that's cool. Hey, yeah. what do you, you know, and just yeah. like talking to someone for a minute, like this, uh, I went into the sauna the other day and you know, it's either like no one talks or people talk. And, <laughs> and this one guy overheard me and that uh, DJ guy talking. And then like the DJ guy left and it was me and this, you know, old timer. And he's like, out of nowhere, like, I know how to play the mandolin. I'm like, you do? <laughs> he's like, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm like, oh, that's awesome, man. I'm like, do you, you know, do you play out anywhere? And he's like, no, no. I tried to start a band or I tried to get into a band and then uh, told my wife about it. And she literally told me like, there's no way I'm staying out watching you play at some bar till two in the morning. Oh. So no, you're not doing it. And he's like, so. Oh my God. I joined a band and then I had to quit about 20 minutes later. And I was like, oh man, that's a bummer. And he's like, yeah, it's, it's for the best, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's so sad. You know, but like, I, yeah, he didn't tell it in any sad story. He was kind of like, you know, oh, the old ball and chain said, so you know, yeah. And there's something about that, right? <laughs> How like, old guys talk about their wives. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> he's like, this old bag. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> that's not what I mean. Okay. I'm saying that, like, <laughs> It's an old timer kind of yeah. like, oh, my, you know, my better half said I couldn't do the, you know, like, yeah. I've got to listen to her. You know, there's part of me where I'm like, ah, that's good. Like, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> you know, maybe who knows? Maybe this guy would have gone out and, you know, gotten shit faced and picked a fight and, and you know, then he. I don't know. Goes to jail. And oh my god! You, you never know. Maybe she had good reason. Yeah. <laughs> like you're not Fair. doing that. Is what I mean. Um. Anyway, dude. The point of the story. 
The point of the story is that you go out of your way to be nice to people. No, that's not the fucking point of the story is that my day is better if I talk to strangers. Yeah. Oh my, God. my day feels better if I engage in a little bit of friendly chit chat with mm-hmm. people. And I don't do that all the time because sometimes I'm like, dude, fuck everybody. I don't want to talk to fucking anybody. Yeah. And then there's days where I'm just like, I have to make myself try to do it, though. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mean is like, you know, sitting there with the guy. I'm like, I could just sit and go, yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. But instead I'm like, so what do you do? You know, and he's like, oh, I do the, you know. It turns out he's like, you know, those, uh. TVs and bars and restaurants that have like the same thing that scrolls on the screen for advertisements over and over again. He's like, that's what I do. Oh my God. And I'm like, that's what you do? He's like, yeah. He's like, it's been going pretty well for me. I'm like, so how does that work? I'm like, what do you do? Do you just sit at a place? And he's like, I can do it all on my phone. Oh my God. I'm like, no shit. He's like, well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't always like that, but. He's like, yeah, I just, I set up like, you know, basically now it's like a website where it just has like this 10, every 10 minutes it like refreshes with the server and everybody has like their own type of server with all the information that they want on it and pay for, you Mm -hmm. know, all the ad stuff. And then, yeah, I don't know. He does that. And I was just like. Yeah, that's kind of a weird job. I was yeah. like, I was like, I never really thought about those screens. Yeah, there are so many jobs like that where you don't think about the fact that they exist. But he like goes and install. He's like, oh yeah, I had to set up like a, like a big you know sixty inch TV at this one place, and hmm. I don't know. It was just like, oh cool, some more. I don't know. It was yeah. just some more stories for my life. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe this sounds dumb, but it was just like felt good yeah it felt like a part of something and you know just like it made me want to be friendly to more people and just like pass that on and i think that's when like when someone does something or says something nice to you in public and you're like oh wow like Mm -hmm. thanks like man it's just like it means so much to hear it from like yeah it means almost more sometimes to hear it from people you don't know well because you know how much effort it takes to go out of your way and do that especially if you're a shy person yeah and i mean it's got to be like genuine it can't be like you know i well yeah i made the the choice to be like so what do you do you know Mm -hmm. like and i also question myself i'm like do you really care or do you not care you know are you just doing this to be nice Mm -hmm. and i'm like well either way care yeah care right now and see where this story goes with this, you know, stranger mm-hmm. you're sitting half naked with in a fucking wooden <laughs> box cooking yourselves. Such a strange concept. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, why not? Well, we're both cooking each other, cooking ourselves slowly. Let's get to know each other while we, while we die. I'm almost done. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Anyway, dude, it was a good, good birthday for my mom in heaven. (laughs) Um, Yeah. 
Let's fucking wrap this thing up, huh? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, th- wait, were we going to do something else? You said you pulled up trivia or something. <laughs> I did say that. I don't know. We, I, I kept saying we should we should do the whole fucking band name generator thing. Because mm. I like to have, I don't know, something to rely on. I just dropped the shaker. Yeah, no, I like the idea of segments. Um, so we're going to do, this is from UsefulTrivia.com. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Useful Trivia. Useful Trivia. Okay. I'm going to ask Holly a bunch of questions. And I'm not going to know the answers to any of them because I was homeschooled. <laughs> okay. If you've ever been to a secondhand store, that's your hint. Who was awarded the very first gold record? Every secondhand store is stocked to the brim with these records. And this is probably why they have a fucking, the, 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 the first ever gold record. Oh fucking no! <laughs> oh, 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 I don't really look. Sorry, at- sorry. I'm so sorry. There are options. There are options. <laughs> yeah, there are ans- oh. answer options. I'm sorry. I I didn't scroll down. Um, <laughs> okay, who was awarded the very first gold <laughs> record? It just I th- I okay. I saw the answer before. The Beatles, <laughs> Elvis Presley, Perry Como. Nat King Cole. Oh, is it Nat King Cole? Oh my God, <laughs> it makes noise. So no. Oh wow. I don't ever look through records at secondhand stores because I've never had a record player. I kind of do now because you do, but. Okay. Okay. So sorry. I'm I'm just figuring out how to use this thing. I literally <laughs> just pulled it up. So you said Nat King Cole, right? Yeah. And that's a... (laughs) Okay. Um, The Beatles, Elvis Presley, Perry Como. I've never heard of Perry Como, so it's probably whoever that is. (laughs) I should have just went with that. (laughs) Yeah. um... Although there were earlier pubic... Publicity Cubic. stunts. <laughs> Although there were earlier publicity stunts involving records sprayed with gold lacquer, the actual award recognized today as a gold record was first awarded to Perry Como in 1958 for his recording of Catch a Falling Star. Oh. Anytime I go to the secondhand store, it's either fucking Ray Conniff, Perry Como, or like Benny Goodman records. Hmm. Perry Como is always there. There's always so many fucking copies of his shit. Okay. What pop singer is known as the material girl? Is it Taylor Swift, Madonna, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera? Is it Madonna? Oh, sheesh. That is correct. (laughs) What do we have for? I don't think I've ever heard that song. Material girl? Yeah. Hmm. You want me to sing a little nope. bit for you? Okay. <laughs> Madonna became known as the Material Girl after her hit single of the same name hit the charts in 1984. She hates it, claiming she would, 
She would rather have her eyes ripped out of her skull than ever have to... Pre- I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she, she hates it, claiming that she would, she would never have gone, never have done the song if she knew the name would stick. Nothing about the eyes getting ripped out of the head happened. Okay. <laughs> What Depeche Mode song was inspired by Priscilla Presley's book, Elvis and Me? Is it A, World in My Eyes, B, Sweetest Perfection, C, Personal Jesus, or D, Strange Love? Nothing. Remember, this is a Depeche Mode none song. None of this is making sense to me. I know one of their songs. What is it called? I don't fucking know. How does new it go? new life is it new life? New life, new life. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> it's that song. Other than that, don't know anything about the band. Don't know anything about Priscilla and Elvis. I mean, I know Elvis <laughs> songs, obviously. These are all just words to me at this point. <laughs> uh, it's Next question. <laughs> Personal Jesus. Okay, this sucks. Um, <laughs> How much pressure do the strings in a grand piano exert on the frame? Not as much pressure as I'm about to exert on you. <laughs> three tons, 30 tons, 300 tons. Wait, sorry. Three tons, 30 tons, 30 pounds, 300 pounds. This is all far too much. 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Fuck me. <laughs> Turns out I don't know anything. <laughs> thirty pounds? You think you think the strings on a piano exert thirty pounds, bro? <laughs> As opposed to tons, or or three hundred pounds, bro? Yeah, thirty pounds, three hundred pounds, whatever tons. Thirty tons or three tons? Yeah, why would I think that it would be that much fucking pressure? Like you think that's thirty pounds? So much? For a piano, <laughs> just, I, a lot. I know, I know. You're making me feel bad. You, you, <laughs> you can lift thirty pounds. Yeah, I know I can lift thirty pounds. Okay, it's what, strings, dude. There's so much pressure and tension. Okay, <sighs> give me an answer. Three tons, thirty tons, I or three hundred pounds. Give me another one. Oh, I don't know. You pick. <laughs> Survey says 300 pounds. Oh my goodness. Survey so says. So pianos are fucking crazy. Three tons. <laughs> what? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dude, stop. How does this fucking make sense? 30 tons of pressure? Survey says. Well, that doesn't make sense. Read it. Let's read it. Each string has a tension of 160 to 200 pounds, each string, resulting in a total oh. combined force of up to 30 tons in a concert grand piano. Okay, that makes more sense. That's crazy. See, we're learning in a fun, competitive way. Competitive, competitive. as in, you look like an idiot on my show. Hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Love that Make <laughs> me an idiot. That's right. Hi, I'm your host, Eric oh Dane Yaqua. And we're going to make you look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> what is the oldest surviving musical instrument? Is it A, the flute, 
B, there's no letters by these at all, oh, just so you know. I'm just that. saying this. B, the trumpet. C, drum. <laughs> D, liar. Lear. Liar. Liar. Learn how to play the liar today. It's the lear, bro. You know it's that one, right? Um, Come on. I don't know, though, because thinking about it. Drum. Yeah, Flute. because... No drum, definitely drum. <laughs> it has to be because, like, the first you would think the first thing people would do musically would be to beat on stuff. Survey says drum. Yikes! Liar. <laughs> I mean, liar. That's another one hundred hundred dollar deduction flute. from you. Flute. Survey says flute. Ding ding ding. ding. ding, ding. An I don't an- believe that. An ancient bone flute. I'll give you an ancient <laughs> bone flute. I <laughs> wish you would. <laughs> an ancient bone flute estimated to be about 43,000 to 82,000 years old was found by Dr. Ivan Turk, a paleontologist <laughs> at the Slovenian Academy of Science at a Neanderthal campsite in Libijuna. Slovenia. I don't know how to say that word. In 1998, the oldest known musical instrument it made uh, it it is made of an old cave bear femur. Oh my god, Sheesh. dude. Cave bear femur. That's cool. It's got to be our next song. <laughs> um wow. Yeah, it still seems like there would have been drums first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck science, drums. <laughs> what singer holds the world record for most words in a hit single? Is it A, Busta Rhymes? Wait, can you read that again? What singer holds the world record for most words in a hit single? Obviously, Eminem. <laughs> Okay, you want to hear the choices? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm going to say survey says that. Busta Rhymes. B, 50 Cent. C, Kanye West. No. <laughs> and D, Eminem. Survey says Eminem. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> Yay, I got one. <laughs> the Detroit rapper achieved a world record with, quote, Rap God. Yeah, dude. The six-minute track contains... So many 1560... That sounded like I was saying a date. 1560, Eminem wrote <laughs> Rap God. Um... Uh, 1,560 words, which means that Eminem is rapping a tongue-twisting 4.28 words per second. He's saying Mm. 4.28 words per second. Is that real? If it's a six-minute track and contains... 1,560 words. There might be... Oh, God. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've heard that song. Is he rapping the entire six it's minutes? A, we'll have to listen to it after this, because it's... Have you heard it? Yeah, I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there's that one, like, a, the one verse or whatever, where he's like... and For, like, the whole verse. I'm just like, holy shit. And I used to try to do it, and I could never quite do it. What did Freddie Mercury attribute his enhanced vocal range to? <laughs> A. Um, larger lungs. B. Lots of practice. 
C, genetics. D, extra teeth. Extra teeth, for sure. I was going to say it had something to do with his mouth. Survey says teeth. Ding, ding, ding. I saw the movie. That's what's up. <laughs> Mercury was born with four extra teeth and attributed to his adva- enhanced vocal range to this. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> okay, wait. We, let's commit to doing one more, right? Okay. You're like, I didn't want to do this at all. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> what was the first rock and roll song to hit number one on the charts? Heartbreak Hotel. That's all right. Tutti Fruity. Mm. Rock around the clock. <sighs> clock is ticking. Well, I sure don't know when any of these songs came out. I feel like maybe Tutti Fruity? Survey says Tutti Fruity. Yikes. Heartbreak Hotel? Survey says Heartbreak Hotel. I know the answer to this one, but I will never tell. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which one are you gonna go with next? That's all right? Or Rock Around the Clock? Let's let's think of these songs. I don't know either of these songs. Survey <laughs> says that's all right. What the frick? <laughs> I thought you knew. <laughs> I guess it wasn't the number one hit. It was Elvis's first hit though. Uh, rock around the clock. The survey says, <laughs> "Oh, the first rock and roll single to hit number one was Rock Around the Clock' by Bill Haley and his Comets." What? Hey, <laughs> dude, I went and saw Bill Haley and his Comets last night. <laughs> they were awesome. So weird. That's a weird name. It held the top spot for eight. Weeks in a row, and that is called Make You Look Dumb. (laughs) All right. Thank you for playing another game of Let's Make Holly Look Dumb. (laughs) Just gets more defined each time. Holly's stupid. All right. Let's play the game. (laughs) Okay. Let's play Fuck Holly. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Should oh my we? god. You should have made him like a fucking geography questions or something stupid oh that I triggered some weird like homeschool core memory. I would have been great at that. Okay, next time we'll do that. <laughs> we'll we'll add in some non history. No. <laughs> yeah, some actual fucking history. Give me World War Two trivia. No. <laughs> 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 Things that I don't think I know, but if I hear it asked in the right way, I might just start spouting off facts. <laughs> That's awesome. My mom was crazy about history. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have all of your homeschool history books here. I started reading. It's only them. a fraction of them from freshman year. Oh, God. I got a, <laughs> I got a lot of work to There's do. There's like 14 of them. Like, That's a fraction. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I wasn't good at fractions. <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> I thought that was U.S. history, not mine. <laughs> Yikers Island. It's time to go. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for listening to this podcast, if you actually are. Um, <laughs> and uh, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe and all of that bullshit. Um, or you could just keep listening and never talk about it to anybody else ever again. That is also acceptable. I'm really curious who's listening. 
Michael Rostek is listening. Right, but <laughs> he 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 said he was. Yeah. Um, I'm just I, like God. Who could sit and listen to us talk for an hour for fun? Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna want to listen to this one because it's like an hour and twelve minutes of us rambling. It's all good, dude. I bet. But I don't even know which one we. I hear you. Talked about like did we talk about that? Bet whole, wasn't on this one. It was. Yeah, we did on one of the other podcasts we recorded tonight. We talked about how weird slang is though, and how I said bet wrong for like an entire year. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening to the pod. Uh, don't try to cancel us because you can't cancel what uh, isn't uh, cool. you know, popping and cool. So, <laughs> All right. Um, we're not going to have a song at the end of this because we don't have one prepared. And we make the show, so we do whatever we want. Okay. Bye. 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 Set is a production of Quo Vadis Records. All content is for entertainment purposes only. Follow Rep Your Set on iTunes and Spotify, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and review. For any questions, email us at repyoursetwitheericdanejacqua at gmail.com. You can also send us the dates of your upcoming shows and any of your original songs that you would like us to share on the podcast.